0: we
1: But I'm not stupid.
2: You know what I really love?
3: <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona badass. Hit it, man, Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby.
4: Yeah. Call 775
3: 357 FANS or 775 376
2: EZEZ. Well, this is day three of not drinking my own urine. It's been the hardest day yet. It's that one in the morning I'm missing. The one that's full of
5: minerals early in the morning. I think this will be my last day. I'll get back on it tomorrow. Please do. And and don't let us know. I don't want to know that this is day three of you not drinking your own urine. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Yes, you heard what Joe said yesterday. While attending a... uh, 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 a Black History Month uh, a celebration. Joe Biden. Oh, you know I'm not. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. God damn him. God dang! Come on, Joe. I love him. I I I got I got to tell you. The, you know what? What's best for my career is Joe Biden for four more years. Now, now, granted, I'll probably have an aneurysm at some point. Uh, I'll hyperventilate. I'll probably stroke out right on the floor, and Bubba won't move. But I tell you what, this guy, this guy is solid fucking comedy gold.
1: You know, I'm not. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact
6: that George Floyd's. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah.
5: And the greatest hit of all time.
6: Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear
7: Alan. <laughs> happy birthday to you.
5: <laughs> oh, God damn, that guy is good. Oh. Oh man! And I want to. I, I'm glad I started the show with that because this morning the news stories have been coming in quickly. I had an overabundance of stories already for today's show, and and then this morning happened. So let, let's say some good mornings. Uh, first one here. Oh my lucky! The one and only bratty kid is all up in this motherfucking house. Hey, where are
8: the white women
5: at? Well, I, I, I'm not sure. Fucking white people. All right, well, you have a good day today. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, Morning, ass family. Great day for ass and good weather to top it off. Yeah, it's gonna be about 80 degrees here today. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Well, la de dog die! Straight Fire says, I'm getting some ass today and I feel great. Awesome. House paint says, Good morning, ass family. The good Darren in the house says, Good morning, ass family. Great way to start a day. Yes, Metallica, ACDC, that is the way. And don't worry, I will never play anything from that group tragedy again on the show like I did yesterday. C.D. Gaton says, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Nah, he's the bad guy. He See, he's doing Razor Ramon there. I get it. What's up, brother? Derek says, good morning, ass family. On this fine Tuesday, time to pay wimpy up. Becca! Becca! Cowboys girl, good morning to you. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Suddenly, I want to find a T-shirt with Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard, Ole Anderson, and Arne Anderson on it. I have that shirt. Brother, I got that shirt. Uh, wait, 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 hold on a second here. If you really want that shirt, the website, I believe, is... um. Here we go. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Go to the home and then go to wrestling." And then, yeah, yeah, this this is definitely the I think this is the one. Uh, here you go. Retro. And I hardly ever do this, but uh, you can find yourself a, a shirt like that. Or just Google them. Google Four Horsemen T-shirts. You can get one there. Uh, let's see, uh, Andrew says, good morning, ass family, back to the grind, need money for breakfast tacos. Stackar says, driving back from SFO, wife going to India for five weeks. Holy shit, wow. Man, oh man, I bet you she can't wait for that trip to be over. Stephanie says, morning, well, good morning to you. Hot mama is all up in this motherfucking house. Fuck your mama. She says, good morning, ass, well, good morning, all right, well, first thing that broke this morning. Literally, I have a show completely planned, all put together, nice, neat. But then these two stories hit, and I I said, well, i got to start with these two. Well, isn't it funny? Isn't it peculiar that Moderna, this is being reported this morning, paid Anthony Fauci's lead organization, $400 million in royalties on COVID-19 vaccine sales. Surprise, surprise, surprise. $400 million to the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, which just so happens to be run by, that's right, you guessed it, Anthony Fauci. A guy who was the highest-paid federal employee, I believe, making $500,000 a year. And now, isn't that weird that his institute gets $400 million for pushing the Moderna one? Hmm. Come on. I mean, now now it's it, it's being dragged across our faces. Our noses is being rubbed in it. I didn't poop on the floor. Don't rub my nose in it. Cowboys girl says hi, and sack today. Forty eight. It's snowing in Reading, Douglas. Good morning. Is my uh, is my entrance from South Park? In- no, no, it's from uh, the original um, Caddy. Oh, no, no, vacation. Yeah, when uh, Clark yells, uh, "Excuse me, Holmes." How do I get back to the bridge? The 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 guy just looks at Clark and the family truckster and says,
8: "Man, fuck your mama."
5: There you go. That's what it's from. It's from the original vacation. So now, weird. He hasn't been heard from in some time. Well, he he did come out yesterday, and he's trying to defend. Well, we don't know if it's a lab leak. We know it's a fucking lab leak. Okay, and and, and you know what? Hold on a second here. You know that fucking asshole Bill Gates? He was at it again yesterday, too. This is Bill Gates. And I tell you what, Bill Gates is a dangerous motherfucker. This guy is a Bond victim. Or not Bond villain. Buenos Dias, Ogre. Okay, here we go. Uh, Here's uh, Bill Gates talking about, um, well, just it's quite clear in this case that it came across through animals mm-hmm. and almost all our diseases like hiv
3: crossed over from chimpanzees in africa quite some time ago ebola came from bats uh this also uh with one step in between came
5: uh from bats so it's going yeah. to keep happening particularly with climate change where we're invading climate change uh, he, he's blaming COVID. he's blaming COVID on climate change now, now, I, I did a little research last night, and and I loved how he said this little thing right here. Let me let me add into what he he wanted to say here. Um, uh, with one step in between, came yes, that is the lab where they produced it and made it make sure that it could function to go from animal to human. That was that one step in between that he's just so conveniently leaving out. He talks about Ebola being bat spread. It was started. The Ebola gene is naturally carried in some fruit bats that live in Africa. And what happens is they, they get eaten or what, whatever by chimpanzees. The, the bigger spread of Ebola, and Bill Gates is completely wrong about it, is that these people that live in the, the, that, that region, the Ebola region, their water is contaminated. It's contaminated with animal feces. Animal feces, if they eat these bats, if the chimpanzees, if these other wild animals out there eat these bats, it's going to be in their 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 feces, and that's how it spread. Not like a bat just flying into town and biting somebody or 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 doing droppings. And the whole COVID thing, this thing is is becoming such a farce. Such misinformation is being somebody put up the Woody Harrelson. Video on Facebook. It was Mikey. It was Mikey and Mikey's podcast. Put up the Woody Harrelson uh, monologue from Saturday Night Live, where he makes fun of this as a, a script for a very bad movie. And they labeled it misinformation. Boy, I tell you what, them watchdogs are out. I I would almost be... Here's the problem. I, I want to do an experiment on Facebook. I want to put up misinformation about Donald Trump. But see, here's the problem. The problem is a lot of people would think that I'm anti-Trump and then they'd yell at me. And then I would have to explain this is only a, a test. But to say that that Donald Trump uh, was once a member of the Ku Klux Klan... I'd like to see if the misinformation gnome came up there. Oh, I look look, I, I know what the odds are. The the odds are, are are slim and fucking none. No oh no, 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 no. We, we have to we have to protect this or anything like that. Ron DeSantis sleeps with Billy Goats. Anything like that, I would like to see if that got labeled misinformation. Uh, There is no truth to this. But, yeah, Bill Gates getting into it. It's like, hey, Bill, you know, you might want to just shut up. Just take your damn money. And if you want to, how about you give clean water to, to third world refugees? How about that? How about you take that on as a project? How about, hey, hey, Bill, 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 hey, how about this? How about you take this on as a project? How about you get clean piping for the people in Michigan? Huh? What do you say? What do you say, big guy? I mean, if you're looking for something to spend your damn money on, why don't you get those fine people in Flint, Michigan, some clean piping? Uh, Courtney says, good morning, ass family. Uh, taking a snow day up here in Connecticut and enjoying the scenery. I think it's snow days up there. I, I would just consider those days. I would think in Vermont. Oh, and by the way, um, oh, it happened again. And uh, I'm, I'm going to save the story for uh, Joe on Thursday. It, it's getting maddening here. I'll tell you what it is. um a Vermont girls basketball team forfeits state tournament game due to a trans player on the other team. I'll jump into it more on Thursday with Joe. uh well, for this Texas girl, it's a snow day. okay, all right, Courtney oh any uh Courtney, hey, I'm not making fun. I'm just saying any day it snows is a snow day for me. I hate that shit. Hell, I lived in Reno for fucking years. Still hate it. So the other story this morning that that got me really scratching my head is now. You know how we've been following the reparations train in in California? Where where the reparations train, choo-choo, started off at like $250,000. And then found its way up to about $2 million. And now, the last we heard was uh, all black residents of San Francisco, you get $5 million. Well, it seems like the city of San Francisco is actually contemplating paying this Now Now this is this is the part where I'm very very confused. I saw a video yesterday and I'm very very confused. Now, the, the way they came up to the, uh, the number $5 million, it says there was no mathematical formula. Rather, the panel's 15 members spent the last year and a half studying the city's history to develop, to develop a proposal. So we hear this word reparations used. And we are all to think that it is reparations for slavery. Well, I'm finding out something different here. The uh, San Francisco Human Rights Commission Reparations Advisory Committee is a comprehensive document that provided a detailed analysis of the history of discrimination against black residents in San Francisco. The committee studied various forms of discrimination, such as discriminatory housing policies, police brutality, and unequal access to education and employment opportunities. There's a word in there missing. Uh, the, the word is slavery. So is, 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 is this the way that we're going to try to buy votes from now on? Because this video I saw was talking about how black folks were not allowed to pay into the social security system, I guess, or, or use social security system from the 60s uh, up until the 80s. And now that's part of reparations. But, but, but wait, wait a second. The 60s, 80s, there was no slavery going on. How can this be reparations? I mean, if you want to try to sue the federal government, is this your way around because you're not supposed to be able to sue the federal government? Is this your way around it? Ogre? Bravo. Ah, so if it's not slavery specifically, then Chinese, Vietnamese, Irish, Italians, Native Americans, Germans, pretty much anyone, not Anglo, is going to cash in at some point. Well, when does the money run out? Hmm? And I have that question also because, and I'm not getting into this, I just have, a, I have an interesting question uh, tomorrow in Lister Mail was going through that this morning. I have a very interesting question there about this. But um, under um, a lot of people saying this was a very secretive um, trip that was taken. Hold on. Uh, let me see. If, where do I? Ha- okay, there we go. Uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen showed up in the Ukraine yesterday. And before I get into what she did Holy sh- uh oh wait, wait, that's the wrong button. Uh we need this one. I took a dump at work.
6: I moved on the company time. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and
7: creativity. The least he can do is let food me. Good
5: morning, Alicia. Uh the US uh sent- Treasury Secretary, uh, what's his broad's name, Janet Yellen? Oof, she's ugly and old. Um, She went over to Ukraine yesterday, and uh, she announced a transfer of $1.2 billion, the first of the $10 billion plus more assistance package we have promised the fine people of Ukraine. Um. Whether it's the Ukraine, whether it's um, these reparations, because we're talking about billions upon billions of dollars here. Where where's it coming from? I mean, it's it's not like we're 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 leading the world in you know, sales of computer chips here. Um, I, 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 think about this. Think about how much the government is, is just spending. I mean, there's things that they have to spend money on, and then there's stuff like this, and... and it's getting to a point where you're like, wait a second, where where does this money come from? Well, it, it there was a story, and I only saw it briefly in passing. I didn't click on it, and I, I missed it. Um, that they're talking about some some new algorithm that the IRS is going to use that will charge white people more, um, and and let let people of color or minorities catch up to. The, I, I I wait wait a second. I thought we were all created equal. What, what what happened? What fucking happened? We reward people for fucking horrible choices in this country. Oker okay, says, good thing I'm not white. We, 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 we... <sighs> We're rewarding these people, and and, and look, here, I, I, I'm i going to tell you what a bad choice is. A bad choice is a, a, a teenage girl having a baby. And we hand them money. Now, they made a bad choice, and we have to save the baby's life because of some morality reason. Now well, the baby didn't do anything. Okay, whatever. Fine, fucking A. I'll play along with your stupid game. But... We're going to get to a point where we don't have anything to give those people. We are literally funding Ukraine's retirement fund. Now, now, once again, i if you're pro-Ukraine, okay, great. But why are we, if the whole world is behind Ukraine, why are we paying for it? Sounds like racism by the government, people who are bad with money or good with money, will be as such even when somebody steps on or st- or, or people's necks. Yes. Well, it, the problem is the government wants to just, they don't care how you did it. If they see that you are in a certain tax bracket and you are Caucasian, they don't care about your fucking story. They don't care that you could have come from a dope-addicted mother. And you scratched and clawed and found your way. Your only solace was going to the library and studying your ass off. And now you're a fucking brain surgeon and you make gobs of money. All they see is you're white, you're a doctor, you're privileged. There's nothing privileged about growing up like that. that. Whoa, I hit the wrong button there. Um... And and you shouldn't be look, look, I, I don't believe in the higher tax system. I, I don't believe in our tax codes. I think they're they're ridiculous. Why do we punish people that do well? We punish people that do well and we reward people for bad choices. It seems that something kinda got off kilter there. Well, rich people should have to pay more in taxes. Well, they do. No, well, they don't pay their fair share. Yes, they do. They earn that money. Why, why do you want to take money? There was an NFL player yesterday talking about this, and it, this is the last I'm going to say because I have so many stories i got to get to. NFL player says, I don't want to play in a state where they take half my money. Well, good luck. You only got a few states you can go to. You can be a Raider. You can be a Cowboy. You can be a Texan. I don't know if you want to be a jaguar, a dolphin, or a buccaneer. But there you go. So, yes, our Treasury Secretary went over there. How about we take some of that $400 million that 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 uh, Anthony Fauci got and we give that to the Ukrainians? And instead of playing reparations and billions there, if you want to help the Ukrainians, you can use that there. How about that? Oh no, that'd be that would be racist because Ukrainians are all white. Okay, all right, yeah, all right. Hey, 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 I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure things out too. Well, the city of Chicago is in a whole shit world. Why? Because Lori Lightfoot is running for mayor yet again, and she came out yesterday. And this guy ga- I got to tell you, this gal is something else. Top one percent income pays forty percent of all taxes. Absolutely, I would say they pay their fair share. And if you don't think they pay, should they pay their fair share? Then okay, let's talk about changing the tax system. Then I'm all in favor. There's one way: you put a, a giant, you put a tax on luxury items. You put a luxury tax out there rich people are still gonna buy it yeah yeah I saw something interesting you know this whole Crisley family you know this this family that's in jail from the USA network the the gay father and the the fat mom and they got that really ugly daughter well I, I saw a picture of the son or both sons out uh, I guess last night or a couple nights ago and they're going into the valet and they were getting into their car and they were getting into a gigantic Rolls-Royce Phantom. How much a Rolls-Royce Phantom costs? I've never seen a red one either. Now, I'm not a big car guy, but I, I, I know about the, the big cars. You know, I watch enough TV to, 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 to be able to carry my fair share. That Phantom costs anywhere between 500 and probably about $800,000. Now, with Mama and Daddy in jail for milking the government, how can they afford a car like that? Boggles my mind. I hate the argument, pay your fair share, life's not fair, and taxes laws aren't fair, and the rich people pay more than their fair share. I agree. She came out of the hole in the ground after finding her precious. Yes, Lori Lightfoot was put on blast by critics yesterday for saying, quote, I'm a black woman. And let's not forget, some folks, frankly, don't support us in leadership roles. Well, she she played the, well, th- this is the first one to play. The next one to play will be the lesbian card. They got a guy named Jesus running. Jesus Chewy Garcia. Paul Vallis is leading the way. But, yeah, I, I'd vote for Jesus, man. I ain't going to vote against Jesus. Personally, uh, they say they don't think she can pull it off. Well, she is such a moron. Is this her saying it here? Let's, uh, let's see if I can catch Gollum talking here. Uh, Nobody oh likes baby. you. You're a liar. I'm a mm-hmm. Murderer. And now,
7: everyone in our city uh, deserves to be safe because they are safe. So what have we done? We've worked on making sure that we take um, more handguns and illegal guns off the street. We've worked on making sure that we provide more police, uh, particularly in areas of the city that are
5: suffering most. When does that start? Great job on crime. Uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot accused of gaslighting residents on safety and police presence. As data indicates, the police force has declined by 19% since she took over. I mean, you can't make shit up like that. The police force is down 20% since she took office. Chicago, we have a problem. Wow, she went on to card sharks and picked the lucky race card. (laughs) Well, the best part now is this, is that there is a story going around. Now, I have a lot of issues with this story. There is a story going around. That Chicago inmates are claiming jail guards are pressuring them to illegally vote in the mayoral election. (laughs) Inmates at the Cook County Jail were pushing them to illegally vote. Guards are allegedly getting orders from higher-ups and doing what they're told. It sparked fears of ballot harvesting because jail is an ideal environment for it and raised fears that may propel Lori Lightfoot back in office. Now, oh, oh, wait, wait, we have an interview here. Hold on. With one of these fine, fine criminals. Uh, is it going to start? Oh, I have to wait for the advertisement. I apologize. Let's go. Have any of the jail guards asked you about voting in the mayoral election? Um,
6: what do they say to you? Uh, do, you to do you want to vote?
7: Because they have a sheet, they have a paper.
5: They have a whole listing of everybody in there and like, i got voting the sheet, the names. Who's registered
2: to
7: vote and who's not? So they have a list of who's registered to vote. Yep. and who's not? And uh, my name is on the list that list I'm not registered to vote. So what did they say to you?
5: They said to me, you know, do you want to vote? And I said, no, thank you. No, not really. <laughs> Holy shit, we're <laughs> imprisoning Martians. Yes, they were blacking out his face and his voice. All right, lots of things to uncover here. <clears throat> First of all, I'm, I'm having a hard time believing something like this because the guards and the police in Chicago are not friendly with Lori Lightfoot. And jail guards are police officers. Lori Lightfoot has done nothing to help the police force. Remember, this is the same mayor who would not allow the police force to have a gigantic service for a policewoman who on her first night back in active duty after giving birth was shot at point-blank range in the head while sitting in her squad car. She told officers they could not have a gigantic Chicago-esque funeral for her. Secondly... I'm going to go out on a limb here and say if you are actually in the Cook County Jail, which is one of the more notorious jails in all of America, that at some point in your adult life, you have lost the right to vote, i.e., you've been charged and convicted of a felony. Now I know they're saying they're going to use these names and this kind of thing and this kind of thing. And Chicago is known for their history of, of of bad politics. Harney, you said duty, but now and and by the way, by the way, would it surprise me that this would happen? No, of course not. But I I, I have to take this one with a. A small grain of salt. I just saw a story that I'm doing in the next break. I am so done with our. I I I am so done with the people in Hollywood. Every I it it, it is fascinating how stupid we have all become. It it truly is fascinating. Um. So I I don't necessarily think that they're. Doing, they could be, but I I just think this is just all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, All right, let's see, what's this? Oh, staying in Chicago here. I I, I tell you guys these Chicago stories in case you're ever traveling, and you end up in Chicago, just stay at the airport. Whoa, what happened to my story here? Ah, there we go. State Representative Thaddeus Jones, a Democrat, representing the fine folks of Cook County, has introduced a bill that would require business owners to pay for their own armed security. If past establishments like banks, gas stations, grocery stores, pawn shops would be forced... To employ at least one armed guard to protect the business during operating hours starting in July. Ha. Ah, where 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 do I go from here? So you do so a, a liberal city in a state that's so tough on guns is wanting to put more guns out on the street. Legally. Interesting. Um. And I, there's something that's blocking my brain right now. I thought that the cities had those services that would protect businesses if they were getting ro- – what is that called again? Oh, th- that's right, the police force. Do you know know how bad of an idea this is on so many levels? Um, Somebody was on a morning show there in uh, Chicago, and they were asked, do you need an armed guard here? They said, "Uh, no, not at all. This neighborhood is safe. It's a very safe neighborhood, and there's others that are safe, but this is going to be in every store. Hmm. All right. So let let let, let let's let's work, walk this out, shall we? So let's say you have a I don't know, a Walgreens in, in this area of Chicago. And you have an armed guard there. Do they know the um the rules of engagement? Do, 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 they, do they understand what the rules of engagement are? Do they have any? Uh, are these police officers? Oh, no, they're not. They're just armed guards? Oh, okay. So what happens then? Well, this is what happens. Let's say that somebody comes in to rob the store. They pull a gun on the clerk. There's a security guard who's armed. He says, freeze, drop your weapon. The guy turns his gun. The security officer shoots him, maybe doesn't kill him, maybe fucks him up, hits him right in the spine. He's crippled now for the rest of his life as he drags himself out of the store. Police show up. They arrest him, blah, blah, blah. His family then says, wait a second, we're going to sue not only the shooter but the store. And in Illinois, guess what? They're going to end up winning. So now the guy who was forced to hire a guy with a gun is now losing his business because the guy he was forced to hire by the city and the state did his job, stopped a robbery, but in turn used that gun and crippled a man, and now this store owner has to pay for it. Did I, did, I, did I get all that? Did everybody follow that? So what the store owner should do is literally not hire a, an armed guard. Just buy a gun and fucking blow your brains out if you own a store in Chicago. It'll save you a lot of time and heartache. How about a bill that says elected officials need to pay for their own armed guards? Ah, normal unarmed guards, fine. That's provided. Armed? Nope. Fuck you. Pay for it yourself. See how quickly they change their fucking tunes on gun rights? Oh, amen. And that's, a, you know, that's something we don't talk about enough on this show. And I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. All these uh, stars that are anti-gun. Oh, my God. When they're walking and they've got their security personnel around them, do you know how many guns are around them right then and there? You're okay with them then, but not here. Oh, okay, interesting. Wait, isn't this a good idea? While I would prefer citizens have their rights to bear arms, not to be infringed by a comedy mayor's office, also funding the police would be smart too, but isn't this law... uh, Admitting that the best counter to a bad guy is a gun with a gun is a good guy with a gun. I think I missed something. Well, here's here's the part. You did miss something. Because in a liberal town like that, if you hire a guy with a gun and he shoots that guy because that guy was robbing your store, your store now is on the hook for paying this guy's medical bill because we've seen it once. This has happened numerous times in the past in people's homes. This is, why, this is why police will not say it on the record, but they will tell you off the record. If somebody breaks in your house, you make sure that they are fucking graveyard dead. Because otherwise, they could sue you for their injuries, their medical bills. And it has happened all over this country and not just in liberal states the homeowner has had to pay for them. So now what what I'm, I have a problem with here, Christopher, is now we have a government that allows that to happen, is telling businesses they have to arm themselves, and in return, the whole circle of life there, the bad guy is going to end up winning. Once again, this, th- this is a, a part of today's weird philosophy that, If you don't take any responsibility for yourself, you're rewarded in this country. And if you work hard and you do everything right, you are punished. That's the part that needs to get flip-flopped back. Ah, yes, the family, the beloved, caring, concerned family, the ones who gave so much of a shit about their killed or maimed one they love. They do more than help prevent that piece of shit from going down the bad road. I am so fucking tired of families suing governments to cash in on (laughs) stupidly... and fuckery of someone. Ogre, hey, brother, you are preaching to the choir. It's happening to Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse is the poster child for this. In the deposition, Kyle Rittenhouse, this guy says that he can't sleep at night, and he can't, uh, he's been ashamed, and all this kind of stuff. Let's not mention that he was a felon who shouldn't have had a gun, and he's being allowed to sue Kyle Rittenhouse for millions of dollars, even though he pulled his gun on Kyle Rittenhouse first. Uh, I think I'm just being a natural optimist, self, thinking that this may be the anti-Second Amendment idiots finally seeing the light. Uh, I don't want to take that away from you, Christopher. I really don't. But in that whole thing, it, it it seems like it, and I can understand where you're coming from, where it seems like it. But in the end, the person who had to have the gun is still getting punished for the crime. Hey, and it's not just fucking crazy liberal states. St. Louis, Missouri, which I think is still a red state. I don't know. Those people who came out of their house, when the pro- protesters broke into the neighborhood, first of all, breaking an entry. Then they broke into their their, their their housing area because they had a gate up, and that is breaking an entry to protest. And the protesters were armed, so the two people that came out of the house were armed. And they were the ones arrested. And they were the ones that had been disbarred. That's right, they have been disbarred. I don't care that they're attorneys I don't care that we hate attorneys in this country. These people were trying to stand guard on their house, and they were the ones blamed. Anytime the government tells you to get a gun, you should probably run very, very far away from it. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy says the government can't force a business to hire people or force them to pay a certain wage. Oh, wait, I guess they already do. Do the words "free market" and "democracy" still exist in this country? Uh, the answer is, um, well, um, no. no I, I I hate to tell you, but uh, no. I mean, it's just what did that? What did, what happened to my laughing? Oh, this one right here. <laughs> this one right here, yeah. you serious? I mean, the story out of uh, uh, of, uh, of New York City. New York City! No, 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 no. I think it's more New York State. I, I might have spoke out of turn there. I apologize. Um, but a majority of New Yorkers opposed the gas stove uh, ban. You know how this was a big thing a few weeks ago, how the, the federal government came out and said, we want to get rid of uh, uh, the, the stoves. The gas stoves. Uh, Morning ass family finally got logged in. Uh, those that are always saying the rich should pay more taxes are mostly the ones that don't pay any taxes. Bingo was his name. Oh. But Arnie, don't you know those criminals are just victims? Yeah, they'll be victims of mine. Uh, the governor, that, that stupid bitch, Kathy <laughs> Plans to phase out gas stoves by 2025. (laughs) In the next four years. In the next two years. She wants to get rid of gas stoves in the next two years. Only about 30% are in support of the ban of gas hookups in smaller, newer buildings. The plan, which critics say would raise the cost for ordinary families and affect the quality of meals being prepared, would extend to larger buildings under construction by 2028. How about this? How about we have a little talk, see, here? I have a question. And it's about all this electricity and all these electric vehicles and all this clean energy. Now, it really has nothing to do with the stoves except for the fact that it's a good point to um, start with. And, 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 by the way, I agree with you, Special Kale. She's a fucking idiot. She thinks go- they're going to get phased out in the next two years. Okay. We all want to get rid of gas, right? We, 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 uh, we, uh, not me, not me. But, but, but this is the, the narrative. Well, I'm playing in the narrative here. We want to end fossil fuels because fossil fuels are gross and they're dirty. And instead, what we're doing is digging up other fossil fuels, but in Nairobi and in the Congo. And we're not telling anybody about how horrible that is, like cobalt and things like that. But that's it. We're not talking about that. (laughs) Let's phase out common sense by 2025. Senator Jay Murphy, Representative. A Republican. Nope, I love fire. Okay, all right. All right. All right. So so uh, we got to play along in this, the, this little make-believe world. Here, I, I got make-believe music. Usually it's our going-back-in-time music, but this can also be... Uh, there you go. Maybe I'll get the... Uh, the I'll get the Jetsons things for, for when we live in make-believe land, because I'm liking this. So... Let's say that California by 2035 and other states have have gone along and they've done this and and now it's it's 2040 and gas stations are, are few and far between and all this kind of stuff, right? And let's say that one of those states is, I don't know, an East Coast state. Let's say, I don't know, Virginia or North Carolina. One of those, okay? And let's say, just for shits and giggles, shall we, a hurricane. I know hurricanes hardly ever hit the eastern seaboard. A hurricane is being projected to slam down. And all the residents have been told to evacuate. Now, we've all seen when cities are evacuated, right? We've we've seen the traffic. We've seen the movies where they're all stuck in traffic and things like that. Um, how long can you be stuck in traffic when you've got an electric car? If you're trying to evacuate. Hmm? Hmm? Let's say that in New York, they have a terrible snowstorm, and they never get those. Not in in New York State. No, they never, ever get those. And let's say the governor passes this law now, and, and everybody has electric Ranges. Well, this terrible storm hits and knocks out the power. And also, also, it contaminates the water. Now, we've all seen this, right? We've all been around where, where there's water boils that are, are being prescribed by the city. The city says, hey, if you're going to use water, you got to boil that water. Question, um, how are they going to boil that water? They're going to build a fire outside where the temperatures are below zero? You're going to boil the water that way? I mean, because you have to have water. You have to have water to drink. And, and And if you don't have enough bottled water, then, oh, my God, what are you going to do? Um, I can't be the only person that's ever thought of these things, can I? Reason number 568,402, why I will never buy an electric car. In case of evacuation, I want to get out. Gas will allow me to do that. That's just one of the like I said 10 billion reasons there And I'm not trying to sca I, I'm just I'm using common sense here. I, I, I think that's the the thing that that has been missed so very much is that there is no common sense in our world anymore. Hey, once again, let me say it on the record, for the record, for all the people that hate me. I am in favor of all of these alternate f- forms of fuel. If it can clean up the world and we can do our little part, because real quick, America's part is itsy bitsy, teeny weeny, even smaller than my bikini. But okay, I'll play along. I I, I want to get along. Um. But why can't we just still have the stuff that that works, that we know works? It's just me. Just me. I know. I'm crazy. I'm a kook. I'm an idiot. I'm a loser. I'm almost as much of a a loser as, uh, let's see here. Well, no. (sighs) Who's the bigger loser of these Two morons. You know what? Uh, 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 well, three morons. We have three morons. Okay, we'll we'll start in Louisiana. Uh, New Orleans Mayor Latoya Cantrell is being recalled for what they is are calling a quiet quitting. As her public calendar shows, she hasn't met with department heads in over a year. And there are claims that she had an affair with one of her police bodyguards. Residents claim New Orleans is turning into Gotham City as crime takes over. Holy shit, they have a bunch of weird characters running around asking riddles and playing jokes? There's a giant penguin in Louisiana. <laughs> this is the same mayor that was seen flipping off people last week during a Mardi Gras parade. <laughs> you know what? Here, here, here's my take. You know what? Y'all elected these fucktards. Y'all did it. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Y'all did it. Everybody wanted to oust Gavin Newsom. I never voted for that motherfucker. I, my, I signed the, the recall. Y'all kept electing him. And, and I have to say, uh, short of a natural disaster that can't be held uh, responsible for, like Joy Behar tried to blame the people of Eastern Uh, uh, Ohio, they voted for Trump and this is why this happened here. That doesn't work that way. When your town gets overridden by crime and and, and shit and and literally shit and piss, you can do a one-two comparison. Say, well, that's Gavin Newsom's law, so he's responsible for this. And if you voted for him, well, you're responsible for this. That's when you can say it. And I got to tell you, these people that elect these morons as leaders of office who have no experience, but they're the cool, as I like to call the sexy pick. Is y'all is if y'all keep voting for the quote unquote sexy pick. And by the way, I've done it. The sexy pick was a fellow by the name of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't take back that I voted for him. But I will tell you, he was a terrible governor. He was awful. But he was the sexy pick. And California reaped what it sowed. Chicago right now is reaping what they sowed by having this fucking mayor Gollum there. And until the people that we need to vote vote, these same fucktards in these same Democratic cities, these people vote. This is the whole thing. I I honestly don't believe that the left really wants better voter turnout. Because they have plenty of idiots that vote for them now. And if we got real voter turnout, uh-oh, something might happen. Some people that are paying attention might put the right people in office. <coughs> but until that happens, <coughs> you can't blame her for the affair. He put on BET, some Barry White, and a chilled bottle of Henny. Totally pussy bait. Oh, I'm, I'm Sure. He sashayed into that bar down on Bourbon Street where she was saying, and he says,
4: Damn, I bet you come in
2: here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep them motherfuckers off your ass.
5: <laughs> oh, I'm going to hell for that one. Oh, so, okay, there's, there's more moron one. Oh, don't worry, moron two is quickly behind him here and and, and <laughs> I can't believe somebody would say this in public San Francisco's woke public defender is slammed for saying won't somebody think of the fentanyl dealers <laughs> City Supervisor Matt Dorsey recently proposed a new law that would allow city officials to report illegal immigrants who are fentanyl dealers to ICE. The law would undermine the city's noted sanctuary status and has caused upset among woke public defenders and officials. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Why are public defenders and prosecutors woke? They have a simple job. They have to, uh, prosecutors have to prove innocence. A, a public defender just has to get reasonable doubt. The public appear to be pleased that there could be some legal reparations dealing with highly addictive substance that has killed thousands in their city. What about the, I I mean, how do you say, well, what about the fentanyl dealers? Huh? Well, what about them? They should all be deported if they're illegal. That was the same bar Fred Sanford frequented and made his Tarzan comment. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) When he said this, wait. Damn, I
2: bet you come in here on a Saturday night, you need nigga repellent to keep them motherfuckers off your ass.
5: Look around here.
1: There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie.
5: (laughs) Fuck you, fat fucking hunky. Sorry, okay. (laughs) What about the fentanyl dealers? (laughs) I can't believe that was actually said. Oh, Peter Calloway, a public defender in San Francisco, took a public stance against the policy, tweeted. um, Supervisor Matt Dorsey seeks to end the city sanctuary city policy for people accused of dealing fentanyl. Keep in mind that so many people, such people deal under the threat of violence to them, their families. How do you just not get kicked right in the balls every day? Is that your job? They got a picture of this idiot in a brown suit. So, I mean, you can tell he's fresh out of fucking night law school. Just want to walk up. We should. I Look here. President states. I mean, let me tell you one of my campaign promises. I propose a law that will allow you to kick stupid people in the nuts. Now, the stupid people, we have to agree who the stupid people are. I would say that that person number one that we line up and kick in the nuts is public defender Peter Calloway, who's dumber than a box of fucking hair.
7: What about the fentanyl dealers?
5: Finally, somebody is standing up for drug dealers in this world. God damn it. I wish I was making this stuff up, man. I really, really do. All right, last story in the first break here, and here's our last moron. And and y'all are going to like this. Well, some of y'all are going to like this one. Christopher, I am going to nominate Vladimir Putin as our dumbass of the day. As he signs a decree honoring U.S. actor and Russian citizen, Steven Seagal. (laughs) Seagal has been a regular visitor to Russia and became citizen in 2016. Uh, He received a passport from Vladimir Putin personally. He's also worked as the Russian Foreign Ministry's special representative to the U.S. and Japan. Let me just tell you something. Um, If you're going to honor somebody, why don't you honor somebody that is noteworthy? Let's not honor a big, fat, old karate man that does demonstrations and people aren't really fighting him or they aren't really coming after him and he knows every move they're going to make. Look, I can go back in time and remember when I liked Steven Seagal up until he made that shit environmental movie, On Deadly Ground. Well, I take that back. And the one he made with Kirk Douglas, it was only in for, for nine minutes. That movie sucked. The one where he beat up John Leguizamo in real life. I mean, you think about it. Above the law, kick ass. Hard to kill, kick ass. Mark for death, kick ass. Out for justice, at one time, one of the top five action movies of all time. Then he started making all kinds of bullshit movies that went straight to video after that on deadly ground shit where he was a Native American. I think Steven Seagal, has Steven Seagal ever played a black man in a movie? Because I swear to God, he's played everything, and his name is always Nico. His name was Nico. He was Italian in the fucking uh, Out for Justice. But, you know, he spoke Spanish in there, and he was down with the the Wu-Tang and all that kind of stuff. And, and you're going to make a special day honoring Steven Seagal. Is that supposed to strike fear into Ukrainians? Because if so, then if I'm Vladimir Polinsky or Volinsky, whatever his name is, I make a little ring-a-ding up to a little fellow by the name of Chuck Norris. Go, hey, Chuck, we're going to make you citizen of the day. Because I'll tell you this right now. On Steven Seagal's best day, and we're talking 89, 90, 91. You couldn't sniff Chuck's jock strap. I just watched Inter-Dragon the, the other night. It was the scene. Chuck Norris held his own against Bruce Lee in a movie that we all knew Bruce Lee would win. Mm-mm. No, see, look here. Steven Seagal, you need to check under the bed for fucking Chuck Norris, pal. In his current bloated toad-like shape, Seagal could easily play an African-American pygmy or an Australian aborigine, complete with loincloth. Well, in Machete, he played a Mexican. He, he ran a drug cartel, and he was either Machete or Machete 2. I mean, think about it. Steven Seagal is such a joke. And I, it, it, it pains me to say this about him, because I, I was such a big fan. That they decided to use John Claude Van Damme in The Expendables 2. They used Harrison Ford and Ronda Rousey instead of him in Expendables 3. He is the only action movie that action star who's never been in an Expendables movie. Did you ever see Exit Wounds with him and DMX? That was god awful. Oh, oh. Look, everything from on deadly ground on has sucked except his sheriff show. When he was a sheriff down or a a volunteer sheriff down in whatever parish in Louisiana, that show was that show was the celebrity rehab when celebrity rehab wasn't on. If you need you need to go back and watch it. One of my favorite episodes ever. So they got to go serve a warrant, right? And they're, they're in the briefing room, and that, yeah, I don't know if y'all have ever seen like how police do this when they serve a big warrant, right? They're going to a crack house. And they, the main sheriff, he's talking about it, and they've got like the, 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 the unit that's going to go in, not necessarily a SWAT unit, but kind of a SWAT unit, right? So they're giving a breakdown of the entries and all this kind of stuff, and Seagal's sitting there, and he's got his yellow shooting glasses on inside. And then they they go and they're driving there and they're talking about all kinds of stuff. And then Seagal is all fucking focused. He's ready to go. Then, when they get to the house, I notice that Steven Seagal is all the way in the back. (laughs) Like, he is not the tip of the spear, he's like the sheath that carries the spear. (laughs) So they they go in the police they they get their their people they got them taken down and arrested and then the the rest of the team the the sheath walks in and the sheath walks in he's looking around and all of a sudden they, they had this cool like little little sound effect and little little gimmick they played on the show where it was like da 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 and it's the gall and he goes ooh I believe there's crack over there. And there's this big, gigantic pile of crack and cocaine, right? It's like a fucking Scarface mountain. And it, I, 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 think it had a neon light above it that says "cocaine here." But it was Seagal Vision that caught it. Hey man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this up as my bust, dude. That show was phenomenal. That was a great show, for like the first season. And then you got just tired of Steven Seagal because, well, he's Steven Seagal, but he's citizen of the day. It seems like in, in Russia, so good for you, you big fat fuck. I tell you this right now, I would not if Steve walking down an alley. Chuck Norris walks at me, I'm walking the other way. Um, Michael J. White walks down, I'm running the other way. Joe Rogan, I'm going the other way. Jean-Claude Van Damme, probably going the other way. Steven Seagal, I'm standing my ground. Come on, fat boy. Come on. I'm going to let you attack me. See, I'm not one of your gay students that wears in big robes and everything, that you can flip me down to the ground by grabbing my ankle. I'm going to punch in the balls. I'm going to fight what we would call dirty. Arn Anderson. oh, pff. Arn Anderson, I'm getting in a car as fast as I can drive away. Michael J. White in the alley, I'm crying and begging for mercy. That motherfucker is scary. He's terrifying. I heard a story that he uh, he he did like a, a, a sidekick, a karate, hi-yah, sidekick. He kicked the bag so hard it broke the chain. It broke the chain. Yeah, Michael J. White comes at me. I'm like, yes, sir. uh uh-uh, oh I ain't fucking around with him. I ain't finding out. That's the guy who rips out of your heart and he shows it to you. I'm just telling you, don't fuck with him. All right, 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. That's where you can write me. We got Lister Mail coming up tomorrow. Thanks to our dear friends over at J.S. Floors. Um, boy, this first story in the next break, I I'm beyond pissed.
3: Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth Gone, gone with the wind there Ain't nobody looking back again Cotton on the roadside, cotton in the ditch We all picked the cotton but we never got rich Daddy was a veteran, a southern democrat They ought to get a rich man to vote like that Sing it. song, song of the south Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth Gone, gone with the wind There ain't
6: nobody looking back again
3: Well, somebody told us Wall Street fell But we were so poor that we couldn't tell Hotten was short and the weeds were tall But Mr. Roosevelt that gonna save us all Well, Mama got sick and Daddy got down The county got the farm and they moved to town Papa got a job with a TVA yeah. He bought a washing machine and then a Chevrolet Sing it Song, song of the South Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth
2: the boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rosin' up your bow and play your fiddle hard because hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals at cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. He said, well, you're pretty good, old son But sit down in that chair right there And let me show you how it's done Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run The devil's in the house of the rising sun Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough Granny, let not dog back, no child knows The devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat And he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet Johnny said, Devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best there's ever been He played found on the mountain, run, boy, run Devil's in the house of the rising sun Chicken in the bread pedal picking out dough Ready don't fight no child, no
4: say this drink will kill me I don't know Lord it might be true but if I stop I'll just die from you leaving so either way that I go it's cause of you death can come from this broken heart or it can come from this bottle So I prolong the agony, Bartender. I think I hit the crosshadow. I don't care how the preacher might preach me about the evils of being drunk with wine. I don't care how the doctor might warn me since you left. Just a matter of time. Death can come from this broken heart, or it can come from this bottle. So I prolong the agony, the bartender. I think I'll hit the throttle. I don't care. My friends have all left me. They swear that I've gone insane. I don't care anymore about living. Without you, just the grave beneath the pain. Death can come from this broken heart, it can come from this by night. So I prolong the agony, hey bartender I think i hit the throttle They say this drink will kill me I don't know, Lord, it might be true But if I stop, I'll just die from you leaving So either way that I go calls you. Either way that I go, you. Now back to the Arnie
3: State Show also known as Ass Your ass look good
5: I'm gonna violate that
3: Wait, no, that's not Wait, wait Word. Call 775-357-FANS right. I gotta play this Oh,
5: hold on Computer's acting weird I, I, I have to play this. Alicia just sent this to me, and this has to be played because this is so true. Thank God for the people at South Park. I mean. Turns out I'm not
7: totally white. I'm also part Northern Asian and even some Kurdish. I'm a victim of oppression.
5: I used to get in trouble for always using the N-word. But with DNA and me, I found out that I'm 2.1% black. Morning, Steve. Sup, nigga. <laughs> The test is easy. Simply swab
8: the inside of your mouth and send it into our labs. People made fun of me for being French. DNA and me showed I was 8% Navajo. Nobody's making fun of me now or my people who are victims. I'm 13% victim. I'm 21% victim.
3: Order now and find out if your friends should be more sympathetic towards you. DNA and me. Are you in?
5: Hell fucking yes, I'm in. (laughs) Turns out I'm not totally... Oh, that is so fantastic, and that is so true. Hashtag Elizabeth Warren. Oh, my God. Now, now, before we get to the story that's really, really pissing me off, this one is also pissing me off. Uh, anybody want to tell me um, why this isn't a national story? Why are news crews not all over Columbus, Georgia right now? Uh, hold on a second. Let me let me check real quick. Let me let me let me let me get I'll go to the libtards themselves. I'll go to CNN first. OK, let's see. No, not there. Not on the front page. No, um, no, no. Nowhere on the front page. Nowhere on the front page of this story. Now, it, maybe somebody can help me with this. Miss ass family, uh, dang spring cleaning at work, filling up dumpster loads, broken down desks and bookshelves. Well, swoosh, you have a great day, my friend. Battleborn says I'm two percent Nigerian. Well, there you go. You've been oppressed, and you can say it now. Do you have to say? Do you have to say Niger? I, I, I'm I'm just wondering. Story out of Columbus, Georgia. from last week just making headlines now two people including a teenager have been arrested and charged in connection with the shooting of nine children at a Georgia gas station all nine victims which include a five-year-old were taken to local hospitals with non-life threatening issues officers have arrested d'angelo robinson senior 35 and a 15 year old for the shooting the 15 year old is a known gang member so why is this not a national story that nine children were shot where are the gun nuts nine children including a five-year-old now Now, we need to walk further back and go, why is a 5-year-old at a gas station at 9 o'clock at night? Or did this happen? Yes, at 10 p.m. Why is a 5-year-old at a gas station at 10 p.m.? Could it be that both of the accused don't fit that mass shooter profile? You know, angry white person. Could it be that they used another sort of weapon instead of an AR-15? But wait a second. These people were shot. Children! Oh. well, We're going to ban the gun he used? Because nine kids were shot. Nine! But let's not talk about it. My friend is named Nick. I told him he either gets to choose between the following nicknames, Knickerbocker or Knicker. <laughs> uh, he was getting scratchers because you're black, lethal weapon, too. Good morning, ass people. Desert Running, good morning to you as well. Um, look, I, I, I don't know why it's not, I, I do know why it's a na- not a national story. Um, first of all, it's black on black crime. Let's tell the truth. This isn't pretty. No, no, no. High schools were shot up. No homecoming queens were hit. These were a bunch of kids that were at a gas station at 10 o'clock at night, probably in a bad neighborhood. We don't care about that. Even though this would qualify as a quote-unquote mass shooting. Did they arrest the terrible gun that shot those kids? Oh, I'm sure. I'm I'm sure that gun is is a part of evidence, but. We won't ban it unless it's the Armalite 15. Got the name right this time. And you know, some liberal go, oh, that's Assault Rifle 15. All right, now it's time for the story that I, I just, I'm done. This is this is beyond stupidity. You know what? I got to check TMC to see if there's an update on this because this is just. uh... Let's see. Hold on. Let's see. Keep going. See if there's any kind of update. Okay. No update yet. People want Mark Wahlberg to uh, renounce his Screen Actors Guild membership and step down. Over an incident that happened this weekend at the Screen Actor Guild's Award Guild Awards. Mark Wahlberg, who is an A-lister among A-listers in Hollywood, has turned into a decent actor. If he plays somebody from Boston, he's phenomenal. He went to the Ben Affleck School of Acting. He presented the award for Best Actor this year at the Screen Actors Guild Award, and it went to uh, the Ki Huang Kwan, a little, little short round. Remember him, short round from, uh, from Indiana Jones and the Goonies? Remember him? He's in this movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which, by the way, cleaned up at the Screen Actor Guild Award. Now, I haven't seen this movie. I don't know anybody that has seen this movie. But I, I, I hear it's uh, okay, and, and I'm glad this guy won or something. And Mark Wahlberg handed him his trophy. And people are losing their minds over it, as if Mark Wahlberg knew who the winner was, due to the fact that when Mark Wahlberg, the 51-year-old actor, 35 years ago, assaulted a Vietnamese store owner. He hit him in the eye and then knocked out the other eye with a wooden stick. So he, he assaulted him pretty bad. And then he used the G-word racial slur against Eastern Asians. Um, there's an old joke that went around that. What do you call two Vietnamese guys driving <laughs> an orange Dodge Charger? The gooks of hazard, not a very good word. So Mark Wahlberg was arrested for this, and uh, actually paid a lot of money to this family. Has apologized. And Mark Wahlberg has turned his life completely around, even from the shitty thug rapping days when he was a shitbag rapper and now is uh, uh, addicted to working out and praising God. He we went on interview shows the other day, had the big uh, Ash Wednesday mark on his head. He's very, very proud Christian. But... People said this was awful that Mark Wahlberg did this. Mark Wahlberg should not be handing a trophy to an Asian man. I don't know if this is because Mark Wahlberg has said that his religion is the most important thing to him and not his acting. I don't know if this is the war against Christians in Hollywood. I don't know. But I know things have got to stop. We see thousands of people at candlelight vigils for murderers on death row to stop them from being executed. Even though they admitted to their crimes, and on death row, sometimes they don't even apologize for it. They look at the victim's family and tell them to fuck off. Yet there are thousands of people outside that penitentiary saying that this person should be given another chance. A murderer. Yet Mark Wahlberg, who beat up a guy and used a slur 35 years ago, we should cancel him. We should take everything away from him that he's earned. I, I'm, I'm tired of this country. I'm, I'm tired of people. I, and, and look, I'm not a huge Wahlberg fan. I like him. He's okay. He's a decent actor. Like I said, unless he's in something from Boston, then he's phenomenal. How about, um, let's see, Bonnie Steinberg, the managing editor of Inside Hook, tweeted of Mark's presence. I got to say, having Mark Wahlberg, who literally went to jail as a teen for committing a hate crime against a Vietnamese man, presented an award to the cast of Everything Everywhere All at Once was certainly a choice. You didn't know they were going to win. They don't go in there knowing they're going to win. They, they list off the nominees, and they say the winner is. Of course they do. He's out talking about God, and that doesn't go well with the Satanism in Hollywood. When I started seeing him last year being more open about his faith, I called it. They will start trashing him, and here's, here's the start. You watch. It won't stop here. Oh, I, I no. It's not going to stop. I think this story is slanted. <laughs> Like an Asian size. Gee, I struggle to remember why I stopped watching movies and giving a shit about Hollywood doings. Dirk Diggler, one of the best characters ever, and one of the characters he hates more than anything. Yeah. But they were Chinese, not Vietnamese. Huge difference. Well, Stinkfist, they see this is the thing. They're um Their racism, they don't see it as racism. They look at it like this. Oh, he, back in the old days, they would say, oh, he assaulted an oriental. Which, by the way, is such a fantastic word. It really is. I wish mage was on here. Oh, our oriental friend mage. But, But it's a horrible word to use now. It's just so bad to use now. But that's what they see it as. Oh, Chinese, Vietnamese, it's all the same. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. But that's the way they see it. Where was the fake outrage when he beat up Ming and Ted? Exactly. Death to Ming. You know, this is the bullshit. This is the stuff that... that, and, and look, I, I hope that Mark Wahlberg and his team of people are seeing this for the bullshit it is. But the problem is, is that now it's starting to become a story. And Mark Wahlberg's going to have to speak on it <sighs> again. And I think the shop owner, I think they tried to have a, a a, and the shop owner doesn't want his apology. Okay, well, the shop owner doesn't have to take his apology. He doesn't have to forgive him for this. Mark Wahlberg has made atonement. He's done his best. He's done his best to atone for this crime. And I'd like (laughs) to challenge anyone who's a part of this group that wants to take him down. You get to answer for shit you did 35 years ago. Did you ever call anybody fat? Well, we're going to cancel your fucking ass for that. So don't even try. This is Now, this has got to be a record. We're going back 35 years to cancel somebody. And can you imagine if this was somebody that I really liked that they were trying to cancel? I bet that not one motherfucker on that stage even knew about Marky Mark. I wish I didn't know about Marky Mark. Is the firm the the uh, the term Jap? I think that one is too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Mage was our little yellow buddy. Someone from Boston being racist—you don't say. No, see the, the, the swoosh. The only racist people are from the South. Northerners cannot be racist, especially in Boston, the most racist city in America. My mom, who's Mexican immigrant, always says Oriental. I have to say, while holding back my laughter, Mom, you can't say that anymore. I'm still searching for the pearl of the Orient, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, we've started backlash here. Oh, this is not good.
2: I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people
5: uh jap oh my god you people and your parents my parents were even worse they went after Jerry Jones they'll come after Willie or George Strait next oh you come after George Strait we're going to fucking fight look here i i don't like willie's politics i'm i'm not a big willie's politics guy but i love his music so we can't say chinese japanese dirty knees look at these no more no you can't no no no, we can't do those fun things anymore. Hell, no, you can't even play smear the queer anymore. So no. I mean, yes, you can. I don't. You know, I don't care. I'm just, I'm just warning you for the world. Now, and and then the next story I have blows my mind. Blows my mind. Whoopi Goldberg slams re-editing books to avoid offending modern audience. Once again, here. Let me play it for you. This comes on the heels of re-editing author Roald Dahl's
6: books to remove content deemed offensive to modern audiences. Look, y'all gotta stop this, okay? Just put a disclaimer on it that says, listen, this book was written at this time, you know? Or put out the original. And what y'all have done, because kids should have the right to read how people thought so that they know how to make the change.
5: Well, then, Whippy, let me ask you a question. Why are we taking statues down then? Hmm? Shouldn't children have the right to make up their mind about what those statues actually mean? Shouldn't future generations be able to make choices for themselves? Because people are offended, you do not have the right to be offended in this country. When did when did that get added, Ogre? You're my you're 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 my Constitution expert, and pretty much everything else because I lean to you a lot. Where is it in the Bill of Rights or the Constitution or the Magna Carta? Is it Does it say that you have the right to be offended by what people say in this country? I'm just, I, I just wonder. I'll, I'll read some things here. I remember being at a friend's house who was Japanese ancestry, uh, hearing his mom talk about a woman who married a black, not a black person, but a black. My friend was face bombing the whole time. I miss the word oriental. Don't it mean something to someone that comes from somewhere near China? I miss the oriental flavor top ramen. Can't get it anymore. Why did that word go away? I honestly don't remember. Did people use it as, oh, yeah, oh, oriental was a big insult. Well, you called somebody oriental because you didn't know. Look, look, look. I got to say this right now. If this makes me racist, then this makes me racist. I can't tell them apart. And and I know saying it that way it really sounds bad. I cannot tell Asian people apart. I, I'm sorry, I can't, and I don't want to and here's the thing, I don't want to try because if I try and I get it wrong, then you think I'm an asshole. I'm not trying to get it wrong. See, and Oriental was a beautiful word because that just wrapped up everybody from that part. That was like the Far East. It's like I don't know the difference between a Hawaiian and a Samoan, but there's a difference. I don't want to. That's why I call them Pacific Rimmers. Uh, let's see. On racism with East Indians and Asians is real against black folks. You can bet your ass on that. Never get talked about, though. Uh, I bet you would say uh, Huck Finn should be edited because it says Negro. Uh, 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 why is Whoopi against this? But she was fine banning Tom Sawyer and to kill a mockingbird. B- Because these people do not have any fucking, this is what it is, they don't have any fiber in their souls to stand on principles or to have principles. That's why they play so fast and loose with it. Once again, once again, I'll use this uh, this example till the day I died. Or die. I didn't die yet. This is the kid at the end of the street who has all the superpowers when you play with him. You don't like playing with that kid. You know, one of you has got super strength. One of you is super fast. The other one can fly. And then that fucking shut-in kid. Well, I have them all. And they're stronger than yours. That's what these people are. Uh, let's see, it doesn't, thank you, I, I, appreciate that, Ogre, it's not in there? Okay, it's not in there. You do not have the right to be offended in this country. Um, yes, disclaimers on everything, just like the parental advisories that work so well on music, amen to that, fucking ruin music. There is nothing worse, hey, let, let me tell you, as, as a radio employee, one of the, one of the perks of my job, uh, along with, uh seeing topless interns, uh, or, or not, never seeing that, um, was getting free music. I'll never forget, it. I got a Kid Rock CD once, and I got it from the uh, his, his, his record rep, who was a friend of mine. She handed me his brand new album like two weeks before it came out. I put it in my car, and I turned that shit up, and she gave me the fucking edited version. I drove back to the station where she was, and I handed it back. I go, do you have a non-headed diversion? She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Terrible. It's not cancer that's killing Joe Tiger. It's the fact that he can't say the N-word. You call them Oriental because they're from the Orient. Uh, oh, there may be uh, too many damn Asian cultures out there. Oriental was perfect. Oriental is like the word Hispanic, in my opinion. Pacific Rim job. The opposite of Occidental. My dad could never understand the difference between Mexican, Hispanic, Latino, Chicano, et cetera, so he just started saying Mexicoid. <laughs> he wasn't the most racially sensitive person around. Oh, please, my wife's family is Hawaiian. They can't tell each other apart. Cale, that's exactly what I thought. I used the word Hispanic. It just means people that descend from somewhere near Spain. What's the problem? I don't have a problem with it. I mean, technically, you did die, didn't you? I don't think I did actually die. Uh, Joe Coy, a stand-up bit where he can tell tell uh, where Asians are from based on their accent. It's pretty funny. Well, see, I think that those folks can. I like Joe Coy. Joe Coy is, what, a Filipino? I like Joe Coy. <laughs> oh, yeah, being called a Mexican while being Puerto Rican sucks. That's why I don't mind Latino, like the Asians shouldn't mind the term oriental. Pain growing up and hosting several exchange students from Asian countries. I do notice the differences, but as many Hispanics I worked uh, with while cooking, I couldn't tell the difference. What would the world fight about if there was only one race? I know, right? Oriental is still better than Ching Chong. Very true. That I I think that's that that's the cap statement right there. Oriental is better than Ching Chong. <laughs> oh fuck. Fuck a duck, a crispy duck, but a duck nonetheless. Um, Live Nation has come out and says fans can no longer, they can't sue over the Taylor Swift ticket debacle. Well, we found out you can pretty much sue for anything in this country, but Live Nation, is a subsidiary of Ticketmaster, asking a U.S. judge on Friday to halt a proposed consumer class action over their sales of Taylor Swift concert tickets. And instead, force claims to be heard privately in arbitration. Okay, I'm dying in my work truck. Customers are looking at me. I'm sorry. Hey, man, look. You know me, and you know I'm all about doing what you want, fucking being whatever you want. Look, if you were to call me a redneck mick, I wouldn't have a problem with that. An alcoholic redneck, Mick. I, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. See, this is the problem that we have, is that we let these names bother us so much. And just uh, and and it, it seeped into our generation. This is the problem that's happened is that we were raised in the generation where sticks and stones don't break my bones, blah, 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 blah but words will never hurt them. We were raised that way to toughen up psycho uh, mentally first. And and I'll say this right now, I would rather I would so much rather go through physical pain than emotional pain. Emotional pain is so much to me. This is just to me. Personally, I, I would rather slam my, my hand in a car door ten times than to have some emotional baggage put on me. And people have allowed these names to get into their emotional baggage shit. Y'all got to stop. Their names. What if I called you a Skinny Niner fan? I'd offer you glasses. That's what I would do. And I would say, hey, your mother really loves this Skinny Niner fan. Uh, 100% agree with Arnie. Uh, my grandpa recognized the spirit card playing skills of Asians when he played solitaire and lost. He said the Chinaman beat him. Incidentally, my mom told me he never use that term. Chinaman, that was that was one of my dad's words. Oh, that, that, that word makes me smile because well, I, I think about him. And they weren't saying these words to be mean there are mean words i believe the word gook is a very mean word and let's let's remember where it was coined it was coined on a battlefield while being shot at so i don't think you're really going to play with really nice words there and it's a, it look look it's one of those that, that that's a cringe it's like the n word look i'll tell you this right now hearing somebody say the n word with a hard r and they aren't black I can hear it. I, I I don't have it, but it it's, it's one of those. It just sends off that whistle, that dog whistle. You're like, oh god damn. There's certain words out there. I don't. I, but once again, I'm I, I'm a privileged white guy, so I can't tell that Oriental is bad. Y'all just need everybody. I don't. I don't even know what to say anymore when it comes to this. You need to sack up. You need to man up. You need to grow up. There are real problems in this world. Have you seen the streets of Philadelphia? Look, I. I hate Philadelphia. I hate the Eagles. I hate their fans. I hate everything about it. But there's a there's an area in Philadelphia that is overrun with homeless people. Businesses have had to close. And this is in America. But we're fighting over words and people handing out awards to other multimillionaires, handing out awards to other multimillionaires. This is what we fight about in this country. Who the fuck just knocked on our damn door? Uh, Like Adam Driver in the Klansman movie. Uh, I never understand the, the word gook. I don't know what it meant either. All jokes aside, I do get a bit triggered when I when with the hard racist words. Now they can say it all they want, but I ain't backing that shit. No, see, and that's the whole point, is that you know that's not a good one to use. What the hell? Is my knock on the damn door. Am I gonna be needed in action here? Shut up. So, um, Getting back to this lawsuit, companies are hoping to head off a lawsuit in LA, federal court accusing them of violating antitrust and consumer protection laws. Yeah, the damn right they're scared. Because they are. They're a monopoly. Let, let's call this what it is, shall we? Live Nation and Ticketmaster are nothing more than a monopoly. The place that controls the venues and ticket sales, that's a problem. They can charge whatever they want. They can charge, well, the the artist has some say. And then when Ticketmaster goes, well, we need to make X amount of dollars, we'll just make the service fees this. There's like, I've never seen a formula for the service fee. And by the way, what, what is the service fee, especially now? The service fee is, oh, okay, you bought a ticket. All right, click. Like, like you have to do all the work. You go online. You pick out your seats. You go click, click, right? And then you pay. And you go click. And then they send you an email, and you have spent, like, $70 in service fees for an email. They didn't do anything. You better start tipping at McDonald's then, too. Boy, oh, boy, I can't wait till that starts. <laughs> till we get a service fee at McDonald's. I hate service fees. It's all fucking automated. It is. It's so stupid. Like, if somebody was there and they were, like, sitting there typing out the tickets, okay, I can see maybe a service fee, a couple bucks for that. Hire better typists. Typists. But the email gets sent to your phone and you have to save it. Oh, it's so fucking dumb. I I I I truly I, I still love going to live music shows. I love going to live sports. I do. I don't even have it I hate traffic, but but I can get past that because I still but the whole now buying tickets is so stupid. It's it, it's It's lost a lot of its appeal to me. Not 100%, but you got to pay all these exorbitant fees just to go see your favorite band. I guess I'll just have to miss them. I've seen a lot of shows in my life, and I can go, okay, I'm good. It's one thing I will agree with Joe Biden when he was screaming, stop junk fees at the State of the Union. Well, he ain't talking about that, but I agree with you. Um, TikTok TikTok star Olivia Dunn, hello, hello, Clarice. This is the uh, LSU gymnast who's on OnlyFans, and and her events are sold out all over this country. She was hurt. She's back. And she put on a flawless routine on the uneven bars, scoring a 9.8, well, That's not flawless. That's a 9.8. A 10 is perfect. Um, And it helped her team, LSU, to edge out Alabama by a tight score of 197.975 to 197.925. And I imagine that there were thousands of teenage boys at this gymnastics meet. That were there only for her, and let me just tell you, the sales of Kleenex in that area have skyrocketed. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to get the camera from inside that arena. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that. I mean, I'm seeing pictures of the arena, and there are a lot of people there. Like, I mean, a lot of people, and it's a a girls' gymnastics event in college, in the SEC. We're we're talking, we're talking, this place is like sold out. And I'm just going to be telling you, there were plenty of knuckle children spread all over that fucking Coliseum. nothing was better than standing in line waiting to get your tickets man i I remember back in the day you know you camp out all night to get tickets and and that was kind of like a rite of passage for whatever big band at the time was it was was coming to your town you stood overnight and you got tickets and that all changed in about 19 88 ish. And it happened one other time, and I missed this time, and I really do regret it. I'll get to that one time here in a second. But in that time, about 1988, these new ticket agencies started popping up in big cities. And what these ticket agencies would do is they would go, and this is when you could first start buying tickets through the 800 number. You could buy them. We didn't have online yet, obviously, but you could buy them on the phone. Uh, I remember where you could call and wait on hold for a live person, DMX, yeah? Um, but it's gotten to the point where you can't even do that really anymore. But you see, these second-tier tier places, these second-tier ticket places, they'd get a number of phone lines, and they'd be calling. And then they would hire bums. And this is a real story because it happened to me. I hired bums. I was waiting in line to get tickets to go see Andrew Dice Clay when Andrew Dice Clay was on fire here in Dallas. And I was fifth in line. And they, I think there was a concert also that went on sale uh, in front of me. They're like the same time, like Ario Speedwagon or some some shit band like that. And, and I was fifth in line at Ticketmaster. Fifth in line. Literally there for like 10 minutes when I walked in. Boom, 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 boom. The only tickets available were lawn seats at the amphitheater. This is literally 10 minutes after they went on sale. This is before online shit. And it's because at other ticket agencies around town, they had bums there. And they bought up all the good tickets. And that's what they continued to do. And then they switched the ticket thing. And and boy, I tell you what, when they did this, this was in the heart of my radio days. If a concert was going on sale, they told people, and we would tell people all week long, do not spend overnight waiting for tickets. Don't do it. My favorite one happened at Lawler Event Center. Because um, we had to actually stop a fight. Thank God there are some campus police there, too. It was for KISS. KISS is one of their first uh, farewell tours. And they were going to play at Lawler Event Center. And the line, if you've ever been to to Reno and you've seen a Lawler Event Center, um, it stretched all the way up top to the football stadium and beyond close to the Planetarium when we got there. And it was a cold fucking morning, which means these people were there overnight. And we told them, don't do it. Because what they would do is they'd hand everybody a lottery ticket. Not really a lottery ticket, but just, you know, one of those goofy tickets, last three numbers, right? And they would draw the ticket. And whoever had that ticket, wherever they were in line, that was the new front of the line. And everybody behind them got to go in front of all the people that were there first. And that was mayhem. People hated that. So then it pretty much got all bought up by second-tier ticket companies. And that's why we're in the predicament we're in today. It sucks. Sucks dick. Was the concert going on at the same time as Adele? Oh, God damn you. Jesus. All right, we got it out today. Good. Good. Hello. Yeah, hello, Fatty.
8: It's me. Shut up. I was wondering if after no. all no. these
5: years you'd like to meet. No, I don't. I, I don't want to meet you. Uh, good news here. It seems that Netflix has a new show that will be starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a new action comedy series called FUBAR. Fucked up beyond all recognition. Um, he, he's very excited. He says uh, to, to his subscribers, he's got to keep it on the down low. I've told you about my new show, FUBAR, coming to Netflix, but I've had a little secretive. Everywhere I go, people ask me when I'm going to do another big action comedy like True Lies. When Nick Santora sent me the script for FUBA, I knew this was exactly what my fans had been asking for, and I'm so pumped to finally share more with you. Uh, let's see. Uh, does it say when this show's going to start? I'm showing some, some screen pics from it. Nothing really when it's going to start, though. Um. Okay. I, I, look, I, I'm excited. I I love seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I I still one of my favorite action heroes ever. Good morning. This is so FUBAR. I can't wait till he says that. This is so fucked up beyond all recognition. I wish there was a word that they could put together in acronyms. Oh, that is FUBAR. I love it. <laughs> Fucking Schwarzenegger. All right, last one of this break here for all you fans of Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean or Caribbean or Caribbean Queen or Caribbean Queen, I don't care what you call it. The director and the the inspiration behind the Pirates movies, Jerry Bruckheimer, has come out and says he wants Johnny Depp back for Pirates of the Caribbean. He says he's ready to work with his friend once again presumably on another Pirates movie. I know that there're a lot of Pirates. I I look I'm not. I I'm 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 I'm, I'm just not. A fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean, I I just say that it's fine. It's a pirate movie. Whoop-dee-doo. Okay, great. Um, I'm I'm happy for all the the Pirates of the Caribbean fans. I know that Margot Robbie was supposed to be in one, but didn't they scrap that one? So it looks like Johnny Depp might be coming back. All right, hey, great, good, good for him. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, I'm not a huge fan, but they were good movies. I hope Johnny asked for a hundred million plus percentages. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be able, he's going to, Johnny Depp is never going to have to worry about money again. He can buy all the shitty art and wine that he wants now. The Pirates movie need Jason Statham as a villain. No, that'd be all right. That's awesome. There's no Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean without Johnny Depp. Why isn't the word Caribbean a bad word like orient? Doesn't that mean the same thing? You're thinking too much now. Depp plays the good part the part good. Yes, yeah, I'll give him that. He does play Captain Jack Sparrow quite well. So there you go. Johnny Depp hopefully coming back. And yes, he's going to get a boatload of money for it. Um, all right. 775-357-FANS is the number. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show, and we will be doing listener mail tomorrow. Uh, until then, oh, oh, we're going to kick a little old school for you here.
8: Now, here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. It started way back in history with that Rob Sear and me. My team. Been had a little horsey name. Paul Revere's
5: Best tape I ever had. I, I, two of my all-time favorites. Um, Gold says, Together Forever Tour, one of the greatest I've ever seen back in the day. My parents wouldn't let me go to that one. They came through Dallas. I wanted to go. I was a big beast. Boy. I'm a, Still to this day, I'm a humongous run. D- hey, anybody who's got them Funkos, that Run DMC Funko would look good on my mantle. Just saying. Um, I love Run DMC. Uh, I hate the fact that Jam Master J was killed, and we'll never ever get another record from them. Hate the fact that that um, who was it? Uh, I can't. I can't. Not Mike D. It's not uh, Ad Rock. Uh, the other guy, he died. No, no more Beastie Boys. I mean, it, that was when rap was was awesome. Like it was new. And and the it sounded amazing and it wasn't political and it didn't have lots of cursing in there and not no no racial epitaphs. It's just good music. Those two th- those two right there, I mean, the Beastie Boys were were geniuses. And Run DMC was just run DMC. MCA, there you go. DMC lost his voice too Had to relearn to rap Yeah, I mean, look And DMC's the one who says He'll never tour again Because his DJ's dead He loved it He loved Jam Master J so much And it, it, look It it evolved And it turned into What we have now This mumble shit I'll take that Every damn day of the week All right ass family We've got a fun game To play here Once again We have two versions of this And both are related To air travel Ah!
1: You make the call.
5: Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Is it good today or what? All right, first one we have. This happened in Australia, mate. But you can imagine it happening here in America. You've booked your ticket on a flight. And uh, let's see. um, You got yourself a business class flight and you got a window seat. Okay, you booked it. Now, if you haven't been booking airline tickets a lot lately, and I don't know what it's like in Australia, there are some, and I usually only fly Southwest, so they don't really do this that much, Uh, but there are some airlines out there, well, Southwest can't do it, but some airlines where you pick your seats, you pay a premium. Like window and aisle seats are premium price. Middle seats are like $2 cheaper, but you still have to pay more for the window of the aisle. So you booked your seat, you followed the rules, you got your seat, you're sitting there, you're waiting for takeoff. And lo and behold, a couple coming. And she is sitting next to you. But the boyfriend is sitting in the window seat on the other side. And they say to you, hey, buddy. Hey, pal, how about you trade your seat over here uh, for my husband's? That way I can sit next to him because, in this story, it's my birthday. And we want to party like it's my birthday. The good Darren says, fuck you, I'm not moving. Darren, you beat me to the punch. So, you've been asked now to switch window seat for window seat. Ask family. (coughs)
1: You make the
5: call. What do you do? And I will tell you what this young man did. says, I have no problem moving. Unless it's a window for a window or an aisle for an aisle. It was a window for a window. Um, Is she hot? Well, she was pretty hot. Uh, Scott says, not moving. If they are lucky, I respond with a no sorry as I'm putting my headphones back on. Depends on who's the seat next to me. No problem with it, Sassy Pammy says. V Coop says, I'm moving. I've been in that situation with an old couple who argued the entire time. Depends on how annoying the other window seat is. Now, this passenger said uh, no, and a lot of people and and like the angry couple, they they ended up somebody else changed with them. The middle seat person in, in the guys aisle changed, or the 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 somebody changed with them, but not the original guy. And he said sorry, no. So this couple went on to TikTok, and they explained their situation like, this guy was a jerk. He wouldn't move for us. Well, when pushed about it, they said, well, we waited a while, and we didn't book the tickets together. Why didn't you book the tickets together? Because it was cheaper? Hmm. So so because of it, it's cheaper for you and then you can go ahead and inconvenience somebody who went ahead and did it the right way. What an asshole for not moving. Well, hot mama, you're going to think I'm an asshole cuz I'm not moving either. I, I, look look look. You can say for a window for a window and there's some people I don't know this guy who didn't move. They haven't really interviewed him. Maybe he has to sit on the right side of the plane. Maybe he has a fear of flying, and the only thing that he can do is sit on the the eastern side of the plane or the right side of the plane because that's the only way he can fly. And now he's an asshole? Why didn't you book your tickets together? Your failure to plan is not my issue. Ogre says, this is why you fall asleep as soon as you sit and get buckled in. Can't hear you. I'm sleeping. Oh, no. No. No, no, no! I look for this. What's wrong with being nice and having some courtesy? What goes around comes around. Well, and, and you look, look. There's no wrong answer here. I'm just gauging people. I'm gauging people on this. And hot mama, you are one of the nicest people I know. You really are. And and by the way, your son. Uh, you, you're going to have to have your son. Like Facebook messaged me or something, the name of that movie, because I forgot it. Was it Rusa? And when it comes out, because I want to see that damn movie. He made my day yesterday with that. When the plane goes down and they get your body in the wrong seat, you'll be <laughs> buried as someone else. She could have gotten a special birthday present from the other guy. Once my fat ass is wedged in the seat, I'm not moving. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I like what was said earlier. There's nothing wrong and, 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 by the way, there's nothing wrong with moving for this person. Sisu. Okay, i gonna write this shit down. Write it down here, even though I do throw some of these papers away because I'm an idiot. Sisu. Okay. I have it. That movie looks awesome. Um, I don't even get up to piss on a six-hour flight. I don't like getting up on planes, and I don't fit in the bathroom, so I try to take care of all of that before I go on the plane. I'm not a fan of – this is just me. This is just me. And, and and look here. Once again, you can think I'm an asshole. It's okay. It's okay. I know I know who I am. I'm fine with who I am, and I'm fine with doing this. No, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to move. And by the way, if it ever happens to where we have to book seats, I will never ask another person to move. Never. It's just not in my nature. Um, but if you, if that's in your nature, then your nature is 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 you are a, you are an, a, a kind person, and I'm pretty kind sometimes. But when it comes to stuff like this, this is just like it, this isn't like the movie theater because I I will flat out I will fight you on that. I probably wouldn't fight anybody on a plane unless you started to get rude to me and said something that crossed the line, and you want a shot at the title. Here I am. But once again, I ain't gonna fuck around on an airplane either, because that's federal shit. But uh the whole idea of moving for somebody because they didn't they decided not to do it the right way. It's like we we had this incident happen at Love Field here in Dallas. I'll never forget it. We're standing there waiting to check our bags in, right? <laughs> they already booked seats, we're in trouble. Amen to that. We're we're waiting to check our bags in here at Love Field. And this couple's in front of us and and this guy looks like a a a he looks like a John Wick uh, character like a a villainous pimp. But he dresses really bad. He's got like the these fake Gucci sandals on. And I knew they were fake because on the bottom it said fake. And he had this, like, you know, Adidas track suit on. He thought he was all that. No shirt on underneath it. And his girlfriend was, like, she just looked like a, just a, a slutty Russian hoe. And they, I believe they were Russian because they were, like, having a hard time speaking. What if it was Southwest and you didn't pre-pick your seat? Well, if it's Southwest, I ain't going to know. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No siree, Bob. Southwest, uh, uh-uh. I, you you got to know the rules of Southwest. I will tell you this right here, right now, on Southwest, it's first come, first serve. That is That right there is, uh, Southwest Airlines is thunderdome when it comes to seats. Now, mind you, I have the option of getting on the plane first due to my, quote, unquote, handicap. Oh, I'll ride a wheelchair all the way up to the gate. I ain't got no self-respect. Uh, but, yes, no, Southwest, no, I will not move. I, I No, uh-uh. No. Oh, look, hey, I logged in 24 hours ago, or at least Braddy kid did, to get our seats. I ain't moving. Um, so, anyway, so these two assholes are in front of us, right? And and I don't know where they're going. But one of their bags is so b- ginormous, it's way over. It's like 90 pounds, Right? And, and 50 pounds is the limit, and then you have to pay $25. Well, they got 40 pounds to get rid of, right? They're, and, and, and they're taking all the time in the world. They've got their bag open on the floor. They're not moving out of the way. Oh, and I, I, I'm I, starting to get worked up. And Brady Kidd can attest to this story that I'm starting to get worked up, and I'm starting to talk a little bit louder. So finally, we get an agent and we get over there and we get checked in and everything, right? And they're still fiddle farting around with their fucking bags. And we get up to security, and security is this long snake line, right? And they try to cut in line in front of us. Well, I'm like, no. Uh, well, and I put my bag down to kind of block them, right? So the guy's kind of looking at me and he realizes this is a fight he can't win unless he has his goons with him and they're probably over in Russia. And I don't know how he's flying Southwest Airlines to Russia, but it's happening. Then we get upstairs. So I'm upstairs, right? And I've got, we get the, the early passage, right? Because of my disabilities, which I don't know what they are, but we use it anyway. And the motherfucker tries to get in our line, like the, the, the pre-board. There ain't nothing wrong with you. You look like a pimp and she's a hoe. I stepped right in front of him. I said, no, sir, Bob. Uh-uh. We ain't playing this bullshit. And they ended up not getting on the plane for a while because they were in the B group and they got caught. Uh, only way I'm doing something on a plane is if someone tells Alu Alu Akbar, amen to that. Arnie prays that we're separated on the plane. I do Arnie impressions all the way. Yeah, oh, spot-on impressions. You don't want me to do the bratty kid impression. All right. So, so we figured out that about half of us are are bad, evil people, me included, and then half of us are nice people, like Hot Mom. Okay. All right. Now we have another one here. Another one. Uh, this one. This one's a little bit different. Still on the on the plane though. <laughs>
1: You make the call.
5: This is about a woman named Lana Tolland who was horrified. Now, you have to think about that word. It's a very important word, very interesting word. She was horrified by what another passenger did. Now, we could go into this. What would horrify you getting on a plane? Guy masturbating in a seat, that would horrify me. Guy clipping his nails with his own teeth. <laughs> now, now, Braddy, I'm going to have to block you on this thing because you can't tell all my secrets. <laughs> y'all, y'all let me tell you, I have to do my best to keep Horny calm. He starts to get cranky at bag check. Then the ball rolls with security, and then, dear God, the x-ray people. I don't have a lot of tolerance for stupidity. I apologize. It's something that I have, I, I have a giant shortcoming in, and I plan on doing absolutely positively nothing about it. <laughs> horrified or horrified. How can it be horrifying? I was pleasuring myself and offended to let her join in. Fuck, people are sensitive. It's not that. I'm just saying things that horrify you. Clipping their toenails with their teeth. Maybe they got boogers all over them. I don't know, but that would be horrifying, right? What this woman was left speechless. After a fellow passenger got on board with a full stack of barbecue ribs during their flight. Hold on a second. Let me let me get this. Um, uh, this happened in Scotland. Boarding a flight uh, to at Glasgow, the man sitting next to Lana picked up a substantial takeaway from Frankie and Benny's. The meal consisted of ribs, slathered in barbecue sauce, a buttered corn on the cob, and a whole side of fries. After taking his seat in the middle of the row, the man cracked open the box and started to eat. Horrified by his behavior, Lana took a photo of the man's meal and shared it with her 393 followers. Caption the image, no chance is this guy next to me eating a full rack of ribs plus sides on this plane. Get the fuck out. Um. And people are putting up things right to jail right away. Um. One person says, love that for him. Uh. Now, 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 let, let's see. That sauce is going everywhere if there's turbulence. For the record, you shouldn't bring food on the plane that stinks, okay? Love Field has Dickies and Waterburger. Yes, we're getting on the plane. you goddamn right we are. I had someone open a bag of jerky next to me. It smelled like someone shit their pants. Everyone around her couldn't figure out what the smell was. I would be horrified if he was eating haggis. I had a sandwich on a plane and seen people eat. If you're traveling all day, you got to eat sometime. Uh, Look look, look here. I have less than a 0% upsetness with this at all. I'd be like, you know what I'd be mad about? You know what I'd be horrified about? I'd be like, they had ribs? They had ribs in Scotland? Wait, I've been eating this shitty Scottish food for a week and they got ribs here? I would have eaten at the fucking airport all week. Fuck you, Yankee blue jeans. Haggis is good. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll trust you on that one, Ogre. But ribs are better. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Ribs are better. Even even ribs from Scotland are better. <laughs> I just think about barbecuing over there. <laughs> you know their brisket is charred to shit. Arnie would be mad if they didn't share. You're goddamn right. Hey, can I can I get a pull off one of them? Boy, those smell good. If he's a little bitty guy and I look at him, I go, man, those smell good. And I start kind of hovering over him. You're gonna you gonna eat all those? Tell you what, why don't you just keep the fries and I'll take the ribs? This lady needs to get over her damn self. Now I will agree that we as a society need to have a rule when it comes to getting on a plane with food. No fish. No, 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 no fish. No no stinky jerky. Look, barbecue smells delicious. If you're a vegan, that's your damn problem. Because barbecue is good. Hamburgers, good. Fries, good. Pizza, good. Fish, bad. No fish. You, this is why you don't see a lot of Long John Silvers in airports. Imagine how much those ribs were. I mean, ribs are pretty expensive to begin with. By the way, speaking of food, do you know what today is? Today is are you ready? National, National Pan- Pancake, Pancake Day. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And after the show, I'm happy to report we will be going to an IHOP and getting my free short stack of pancakes today. And you never eat fish on a plane because it'll be a disaster. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. I had a guy order Burger King, and he sat for, like, 45 minutes waiting to board the plane. Why, uh, well, why didn't you just eat it then? 45 minutes, you let it get cold? What kind of weirdo does that? And first of all, going to Burger King. Yuck. As soon as we took off, he opened up and ate it. Why couldn't he? Right? I mean, I mean, look, look. The guy getting ribs. I imagine he was running from gate to gate. Sat down. The ribs were hot. And he ate them. You sit in the damn gate area for forty five minutes, and you got food, and you're waiting to get on the plane. You're a pain in the ass. Damn it. So there you go. Pan- pancakes are free today. Short stacks of pancakes. They'll ask you to donate something or you'll have to give a tip. Let me, let me give you the pro tip. Okay. Uh, I serviced an IHOP this morning. There was a line of homeless waiting at 7 a.m. when they opened. Um, here's the pro tip. When you go to IHOP and you get the short stack of pancakes, as long as you're not getting anything else, get the short stack, be happy, move on. Order water because water's free. They charge like $4 for fucking soda there. So they're making their money back. Soda don't cost $4 a damn glass. So you go to IHOP today, free stack, and here's the other pro tip. I don't do this much anymore in my older age. I've slowed down a little bit. Uh, But if there are multiple IHOPs in your area... It's not like they're taking your picture at one and sending it to the other. You can have a day of pancakes. I know Christopher loves his pancakes on Friday, but today is National Pancake Day, Christopher. I would imagine Fresno has a couple of IHOPs. I think the funniest thing that happened besides the first time I started doing Arnie impressions was when they uh, brought the drug dogs for practice and one started sniffing Arnie's bag before being called off. The look on Arnie's face, yeah, not fun. I didn't even have any drugs in there. Oh, Arnie, they got good items at Burger King, like, um. oh, I know the WAP. No, 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 I give up. You're right. BK sucks. The only sandwich I like at Burger King, I'll say this right now, and they're, they're advertising it now, and it, it it's not bad, but I don't have a hankering for it, um, is their new stacker burgers, where they, like, stack three cheeseburgers on top of each other, and they got, like, a special sauce. That special sauce is over the top. That special sauce is good. If they put that special sauce on more burgers instead of putting an entire salad on top of their burgers, Burger King would be doing it a little bit better. Got on a plane this past holiday season. Some short-stroke stain opened up a Tupperware container with a half-dozen boiled eggs. Oh, talk about the stink of ass for a five-hour flight. Now, eggs, no. No, and I'm a big fan of eggs. I'm on my way right now to IHOP. boy, Christopher. I- I'm going to need your report on what the butter's like there. BK onion rings are great. They're Hershey's Sunday pie, too. BK onion rings are trash. I- I'm sorry, swoosh. BK onion rings are the worst things on the face of the earth. I- I- they use, like, onion pellets in there. There's no onion in there. You got to go to fucking, like, Carl's Jr. or Hardee's for their onion rings. Even Jack in the Box has better onion rings. You want good onion rings, you go to Sonic. I'm just telling you the truth. Sonic onion rings taste like State Fair onion rings. I think they use them Vidalia onions. All All right. All right, moving on, moving on. Now that we've gotten the onion ring debate settled here, or have we? Um, story about this poor fella. Australian porn star, Liam Ellis, was filming a scene for his OnlyFans account when he broke his penis. Holy shit! Now, I know you can't necessarily break it because there's no bone in there, but you can damage the cart- cart- cartilage. Uh. I guess he was going to town pretty hard and broke his penis pee pee. the former drug dealer now porn star, uh, says he initially wasn't concerned but knew something was wrong when he noticed severe discoloration. Crockies, I didn't think anything of it at the time, but after a while later, it turned completely black. That's not see. That's not the black penis you want. All you white guys out there that wishing you had a black penis, this is not the one you want. After consulting the internet, uh, it was pretty obvious I had called a, a penile fright sir Look look here. Well I tell you I tell you this right now, motherfucker. If something happens and I hear a pop, because usually that, that that's what I've heard is, is associated with this. Dennis Rodman talked about it. Yeah, it house of pain, you're right. Dennis Rodman's broke his penis like three times, hence his nickname the worm. But if I hear something pop, and I'm like, "All right," and then uh, you know we get done and and we 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 separate from each other, and I notice that my pee pee is black. And now this isn't even the way I earn a living. This guy earns a living with his pee pee. And he looks down. And he goes, "Oh, Crockies, it's black." I would say, "Holy shit, my dick's black." Now I'm gonna go ahead and skip the internet. I'm I'm just saying, maybe I'm a pussy. I don't know, but if my my wiener has turned black, I am a, a I'm not even getting in the car. I'm running to the hospital. Oh, Crockies, let's look it up on the old interwebs. Nope, no, nope, no. Nope, I don't even need that step. Thank you though. Go. What do you type that into WebMD? Black penis the first thing that comes up congratulations I have a black penis way to go uh he, he I guess he's gonna be fine he, he he's gonna be all right they took care of it he'll be back to his old porn days in no time thank the Lord Whew. Well, that's one of those injuries that they don't talk enough about when you in your early days of porn. Um. All right. <laughs> I know I'm just being goofy today. Uh, it's okay. It's what I do. I do it well. <laughs> oh, we got another idiot. God damn! I do. You know how much I love doing this job. You you don't really understand it. What would it look like if it was a black guy? Fuck, I don't know. Maybe it turns white, and that would fucking scare them into going to the hospital. Do you think he uh, filed a workman's comp claim? That, well, he did it only fans. Like, I think if he was on the set of, like, a porno movie, then maybe he could file something. You know, he goes to OSHA and goes, Hey, uh, you know, I broke my p Uh I, I'm going to need some workman's comp. Where's Aflac? Now see, there's a funny Saturday Night light skip right there. Porno star that breaks his wiener, and the Affleck duck comes in there. Affleck, I mean, I mean, look, I can't write it all out right now, but it's it's still a funny idea. Oh man, we got to talk about Burger King again now we are not the biggest fans of Burger King unlike this woman in Canada I'm not kidding she ended up going to uh going to jail uh, she uh, she didn't go to jail she got a ticket okay the next time people want to talk about how superior Canadians are to Americans you just need to Remember this story that your, your good pal Arnie is about to give you, okay? A Canadian woman called 911 to report a long line at the Burger King drive-thru. <laughs> did, 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 wait, wait, hold on a second. Where, where, where's my man? Where, where, where is my man? Do I, do I keep him in pastor's? No, I don't keep him there. I think he's in here. No, he ain't in there. Is he in newest? Maybe he's in newest. No. Slurs? Oh, yeah. here we go. She called 911 because the line at the Burger King drive-thru was too long. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, I I, I just said that the line at the drive-thru of Burger King was too long. I said it! I said I said it! Royal Canadian Mounted Police in Manitoba tweeted they received a call a day before from a woman saying she was angry about the drive through What they tweeted was, reminder, 911 is only for emergencies. Yesterday was received a 911 call from a woman in Steinbeck who was angry about the long drive through line at the new Burger King. We realize you aren't, you aren't you when you're hangry, but this is not a valid reason to dial 911. That's a wonderful response, and this is why Canada is full of pussies. Because I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. Once again, yet another reason why Arnie States is not a police officer in any city, state, province, or nation. If I would have received this 911 call, it probably would have been during one of my many naps that I took during the day. Because once again, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be a terrible police officer. Maybe I'll be corrupted by, by drug dealers and money. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm keeping the possibilities open for that. But I will be a tad bit on the uh, gun kooky side, if you will. Because I would show up to this incident and I would fucking, I would I, I would pull my weapon on this woman. I'd be like, hey, bitch, you realize you just woke me up? I had a good nap going and all of a sudden I get alerted saying that this line is too long. Well, this line's about to get a whole lot longer. You know why? Because, well, I, I just cut all the tires in your car and we're going to move you to the side and we're going to let everybody go in front of you. And by the way, it's a new Burger King. I don't know what's going on in Manitoba. I can't imagine they have a lot of stuff there, but when they get a new BK, they're going to go. We just went to a new place here in town, Velvet Taco. Eh, all right, not bad. Was expecting to be a lot crazier like when we went to Torchy's Taco when it opened. Not quite that crazy. But we ain't in Manitoba. Manitoba. Like, we aren't f- fighting walruses on the, for, for hockey time, for ice time. Them folks want to go to Burger King, man. They're going to be going on the opening damn day. It is Oh, wow. Arnie would roll up in there, and people are like, holy shit, it's Steven Seagal. <laughs> were the tacos velvet? No, no, they were not. They weren't bad. I got one that was a, a, a Kobe beef which it wasn't really Kobe beef, uh, like burger. It was a Kobe burger taco. That wasn't bad. The, um, the Korean beef one, I had Korean beef with fried rice taco. That wasn't half bad. The buffalo chicken with blue cheese dressing in there, that was pretty tasty, a little, little spicy. And then I had the uh, fish and chips taco. See, they fucked that one up because they put that nasty-ass fucking malted vinegar on there. Boy, that's something I hate. And I didn't realize they were putting it on there, but that wasn't bad. That sounds yummy. Give me mine on my lettuce wrap. I went to a place last night to serve fish tacos. Couldn't order that after the video from yesterday. (laughs) Oh, by the way, V. Coop, I showed bratty kid the video, and she was appalled. God damn it. nine one one because the line is too long. I'm going to have to remember that move. Uh, Yes, officer, uh, this is Arnie States. Yes, the Arnie States. I'm sure you've heard of me. I used that once in front of Chris Payne. I used that line in front of Chris Payne once. I forgot where we were at, but I went up to somebody, and I knew the person already. He didn't know that I knew the person. And I went up, and I said, hey, Arnie States, I'm sure you've heard of me. And fucking Chris... (laughs) Just looks at me like, what the fuck did you just say? BK in Springfield has 99 cent tacos. What the fuck? Come on, you can't you don't don't try to take on don't try to take on Jack in the Box with tacos. That's a fight you're gonna lose every fucking time. Straight up. And I'm telling you, and they don't have them here and I'm bummed about it. They don't have those nacho hot uh, tacos anymore. The one that had nacho cheese in there, whoo, boy, Jack in the Box was fucking killing it. All right, last two stories, boy, and they are doozies. You gotta say, this gal probably, uh, probably is just well, she's not that justified because she's kind of ugly. Um, twenty-eight year old woman in a uh, uh, a hotel in. Sibogla, North Sumatra, Indonesia. All right. So, a uh, twenty-eight-year-old woman had been in a relationship with her twenty-eight-year-old man for about seven months. Now, I, I don't know. I don't know what goes on over in Indonesia, Indochina. I miss gym boys the most at Denials. Oh, gym boys. We have a gym boys in Fort Worth. It's just too far. IHOP parking lot is freaking packed. Yo, I'm gonna walk across the street, deposit my paycheck, and head back for my pancakes. Hopefully, some people leave by then. Hope so. So, um, so they made an appointment to meet at a hotel. Well, hello there. Hold on one second here. Let, let let's get the right music playing, shall we? Yeah. All right, Indonesia little indonesian sex they made an appointment to meet at a hotel now then the man asked to have sex well what do you think was going to be happening what you just having a, a, a staycation or something well the woman said no me being a man a gentleman when a woman says no no means no Now, when he was denied sex, the man threatened to spread the videos of their intimate activity. Oh, okay, so they've been doing the old hoopty and the doopty for a while, and they've been videotaping it. Well, hello there, freaky gal. So he was denied sex, and then he said, look here, if you don't give it up to me right now, I'm going to release all the videos. Now, that's a jerk-off move. i got to say that's a jerk-off move. So she's like, all right, well, let's go in the shower, and we'll start things off in the shower. And he's like, all right, it's go time. Captain Wiener, here we go. Indonesia, probably not a big deal. That's when she decided that she wasn't going into that shower alone. No, she was taking a knife with her, and... She cut off the man's penis. Only
2: girls can grow up to be the mummies. Only boys
5: can grow up to be the daddies. Boys have penises and girls have
3: diabetes.
5: Very true. Very true, young man. The receptionist at the hotel, a woman's name who I can't pronounce and won't try, said the woman approached him and asked for medical assistance as her boyfriend was bleeding. Um... The woman was arrested but has not been charged. Police are waiting to interview the boyfriend. So, uh, yeah, she cut his ding ding off. Whoopsie Daisy. Yeah, boy, when that gal says no, she means no, and then you're gonna threaten her with releasing the tapes. Mm 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 mm. Let me just tell you real quick. You 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 treat. If you're stupid enough to re- to 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 threaten a woman by releasing the tape, let me let me tell you where the hell is it. Damn it. Well, where did the ancient chinese secret go? I had this I like
2: rabbits cuz you can pull their ears back and make them look like asian people.
5: Oh, I'm so fucking mad right now at myself. I have no idea where it is. Nope. Nope. All right. Can't do that yet. So, so yeah, this gal cut the ding off the dong. Oh, all right, last story. Oh, boy. Man, oh, man. I've told y'all time after time after time. No, why is it there in music beds?
6: Ancient Chinese secret, huh?
5: No. No, it belongs with the other slurs. That's how I have this titled, slurs. But it's in music beds. Okay, that's, oh, it's next to those. Okay, I see why. All right. I've told you all for a long, long time now a simple phrase that will save your lives. And and there's one person, uh, uh, real quick, let let me make this abundantly clear. Cowboy's girl, I'm not talking to you. You go out and camp, fish, swim in the ocean, do whatever you want. We're not talking to you about this. (coughs) I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Nature is not your friend. Red and White says, "Dude, are they gonna wrap up nineteen twenty-three or what? No, they're gonna have a second season. This last week's episode was a season finale, and I gotta say, didn't care for it. The, all in all, I like the, the I like the series. I just think they ended it way too abruptly. This idea that this one guy from Africa is gonna come and save the ranch—well, get him there for God's sakes! I'm tired of seeing his problems on the fucking high sea." Uh, now back to my story here. Nature, not your friend. A British woman has been left fighting for her life. Claire By was twenty-eight years is twenty-eight years old, and she was frolicking in the water with a group of fellow tourists on January third. She was in Bolivia, in the Santa Rosa de Yakuma, and that's a river. When suddenly, she felt a small... (laughs) on her foot. Now, if you're in a river, you're you're probably thinking, oh man, that's that's a piranha, that's a barracuda. I was pissed, but another season makes sense. Uh it was a dope how they ended the duel, though. That was pretty dope. Um it, it, it wasn't it wasn't a, a barracuda. And it wasn't a piranha. Now you're thinking to yourself, oh my god, something worse. Was what was the wasn't an alligator? It was not an alligator. It wasn't a crocodile neither. Maybe a hippo. I. I. I I'm not sure. Um, um, no. Uh, it, it was far worse. Ladies and gentlemen, would attack this woman. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, flipper. Flipper. It was a dolphin. I mean, I, 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 this is terrible. I, I don't even know what to think. It, it latched onto her foot for 20 seconds. That's a long time. And the woman is probably going to lose her foot. Due to the fact that a, a dolphin attacked her. When does this fucking song start? Come on. Give me the fucking song. Quicks- faster than- There we go.
3: They call him flipper, flipper, faster than light. See, is than he
5: <laughs> Flipper! No! No, Flipper! When we find out that instead it was not Flipper, it was his evil twin, Zipper! The is going to lose her foot. She damn near lost her life because she was attacked by a dolphin. Now we can't even count on the dolphins on our side anymore. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? She was defeated. Cocaine dolphin. Was it a cocaine eel? <laughs> oh, holy dolphin attack. I saw your comment. Horny dolphin with a foot fetish is zipper and oriental dolphin. <laughs> That's so funny on so many levels. If a dolphin takes my foot, he's going to get into tuna casserole. I don't know. See, this is the thing. We've, we've, we've long long thought that the dolphin was this docile creature. Here it is ripping people's feet off. Hell, this is why sharks won't fuck with them. They're like, oh, fuck, the, the dolphins are here. We don't want to fuck with them. And they're razor-sharp teeth. <laughs> I mean, come on. I remember watching that show. Fucking flipper. Flipper solving crimes. How stupid were those people? They're letting they they're letting the damn dolphin solve everything. They're terrible. All right, anything else? No, That that's going to be it. I, I have to end the show with fucking Flipper eating somebody. Uh, that is going to do it for us today on this fine Tuesday. Tomorrow, hump day already, middle of the week. We've made it. Until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Tuesday. And uh, my second favorite ever, George Strait song, here you go. Uh, adios, everybody. Uh
1: I was there in my trailer down at the job site the day that this stranger walked in. His face looked so sad and he carried a set of blueprints. And as I unrolled them, the first thing I noticed was well, there were no doors in the plant. Said if you build this for me Then when she comes back She'll never be able To leave me again I said if I did And she ever came back Friend, tell me how would she get in It would just be a prison That I locked you in you couldn't leave you never know if there was someone that loved you The way that she didn't before There's two things that I know for sure it's That you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no While he was quiet, I could tell he was thinking. I thought I'd just ruined his day. I just couldn't bear to see this man's last hope slip away. So I thought real fast and I started talking. Said, buddy, we've tried this before. And if there ain't one, she'll make one Either way she'll run And leave you a house with a hole for a door I said if I did And she ever came back, friend Tell me how would she get in it would just Two things that I know for sure Is that you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors No, you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors
3: to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever! And so is The Arnie State Show. Woo. You've been listening to The Arnie State Show at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it!
8: Stop, 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 talking! Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. fine now! I am going to go get laid. Goodbye! See you tomorrow! <laughs>